Hi, everyone, and welcome to another special Friday episode of 9to5Mac Daily. I'm Seth Kurkowski. First up today, from Space Explored, Elon Musk's space launch company SpaceX launched its ninth crewed mission to space this week, this time another crew rotation for NASA to the International Space Station. On board were NASA astronauts Stephen Bowen and Warren Hubbard, Russian cosmonaut Andrew Fedyev, and Emirati astronaut Sultan El Niadi. At 12.34 a.m. Eastern on Wednesday, the four lifted off from Kennedy Space Center's historic Launch Complex 39A, the same pad that launched Apollo 11 to the moon and many of the space shuttle missions. The launch was originally planned for Monday morning, but was aborted about a minute before launch due to an issue loading a special kind of fluid needed to ignite the Falcon 9 rocket engines. After SpaceX fixed the issue, the crew's launch went off without a hitch, and 24 hours later, docked with the ISS and was welcomed on board by its seven members. Crew 6 will be placed, you guessed it, Crew 5, on the station. Those four crew members will depart the station in their own SpaceX Crew Dragon spacecraft in the coming week. This is the first long-duration space trip for the UAE, and the first of a second-ever astronaut, He's flying through an agreement with Axiom Space, a space tourism company that also hopes to have its own space station one day in the coming decade. Crew 6 will remain in space for around six months. While up there, the crew will conduct spacewalks to maintain and upgrade their orbiting laboratory, as well as conduct many experiments, many of which will have to do with the human body for researchers to learn more about how the human body works so to improve medical treatments back down here on Earth. As of recording this, there are currently 14 people in space, 11 on the ISS, and three Chinese astronauts on their own nation's space station. If you want to learn more about NASA or SpaceX, head over to spaceexplore.com to catch up on the latest news. Next up, we go to Fernando from the 9to5Mac YouTube team for his favorite videos from the past week. The first video is our M2 Mac Mini accessory video. The baseline M2 Mac Mini provides the best price to performance ratio of any computer that I have ever tested, but Apple does not provide any peripherals when purchasing that $599 Mac Mini or $499 if you are lucky enough to buy it through the education store. Of course you need to get a mouse, keyboard, and monitor just to get it going, but one accessory that really is worth checking out is the Zatechi hub and stand. They provide a hub that matches the footprint of the Mac Mini exactly. So you just place the Mac Mini on top of the hub, plug the corresponding USB-C cable to the rear of the Mac Mini, and now you have a micro SD and SD card slot, a headphone jack, three USB-A ports, and a USB-C port all facing you, making them easily accessible. They also provide an SSD enclosure for you to add up to four terabytes of NVMe storage, all in a sleek and form-fitting package that you will forget is not even part of the actual Mac Mini because it fits so perfectly. On another note, Apple also released iOS 16.4 Beta 2 to all developers this week. It was a much smaller update compared to Beta 1, and it did not have many user-facing features aside from adding a new curl mode when turning the pages in the book app. But what jumped out at me the most is just how stable it made both Stage Manager and secondary monitor support for iPadOS. Stage Manager is now working flawlessly in my opinion, and what I love about this is that when you plug into a secondary monitor, iPadOS lets you use your iPad still as an iPad, but then also on the secondary monitor, it kind of turns your iPad experience into a computer. So as of right now, my iPad is my full computer. That we put together this week was an iOS 17 wish list. There have been rumors that Apple is not focusing much of their RRD spend on iOS 17 or iPadOS 17 because they're focusing on their Reality Pro, their AR, VR headset, but I still think Apple has a few things up their sleeves that's going to make our UI and our user experience that much better with iOS 17. So definitely check that video out and leave some comments down below to let us know what you want to see out of iOS 17 moving forward compared to iOS 16. 
My main ask is just increasing the customization and the personalization of what you can do with iOS 17 and also allowing us to customize the home screen, bringing those new lock screen widgets over to the home screen for more visible complications and being able to place them wherever we want on the application grid. But that about sums up everything that we did from a video perspective on the 9to5Mac YouTube channel. Thanks for listening. Finally, we go to Riga Altlin from 9to5Toys for Apple deals to get you ready for the weekend. Kicking off this Friday rendition for March 3rd, we have three notable discounts on tap today, which are all headlined and offer on Apple's latest 10.9-inch iPad. Courtesy of Amazon and Best Buy, you can now score the latest device for $399 for the entry-level Wi-Fi 64GB configuration. You are looking at $50 in savings, courtesy of both retailers, with multiple colorways available and some of the very first discounts we've seen. This is only the third chance to save so far, with those same $50 in savings being carried over to higher-end capacities as well as Wi-Fi plus cellular models. Apple's latest 10.9-inch iPad was just refreshed right before winter, with a colorful design and more mid-range specs compared to the pro end of the lineup. That makes this quite a compelling alternative to the pricier 12.9-inch and 11-inch configurations. All powered by the A14 Bionic chip, the whole experience comes centered around a 10-inch liquid retina display that is backed by True Tone support. Then packed into that new form factor are many of the staples we've come to expect, like Touch ID and the power button, a 12-megapixel ultra-wide camera with center stage support, and a new design that's geared towards landscape usage. Throw in Wi-Fi and 5G connectivity for more flexible usage away from home. Apple Pencil integration rounds out the package, making this a notable solution for digital art, taking notes, or just general-purpose computing. Amongst that notable discount, Best Buy is stepping in to deliver a three-day Apple sale, delivering discounts across everything from flagship devices to accessories and more. We're highlighting some of the notable add-ons for all of Apple's latest. Kicking things off, the Apple Magic Keyboard with Touch ID now starts from $140, delivering some of the very first chances to save at $149 or more. This is the second best price to date on the standard configuration that comes within $2 of the all-time low and is the lowest we've seen in over a month. The full-sized alternative is also getting in on the savings today, dropping down to $160 from its usual $179 going rate. This is $19 off and delivering a new all-time low as really the first notable discount period. In either case, Apple's latest Magic Keyboards elevate your desktop workstation with a metal build that complements the rest of your Apple devices. With Apple's latest scissor key switches in tow, this is as notable an option for using with a Mac as it is for an iPad, with a lightning port on the front to top off the rechargeable battery. Not to mention, you'll find a built-in Touch ID module on both of the different models today that enables you to unlock your Mac, use Apple Pay, and more with the biometric authenticator. And as far as another notable accessory goes, Amazon is discounting Apple's official MagSafe battery pack for the very first time this year, delivering the first chance to save since back over Black Friday. The usual $99 going rate has now been cut down to $79. Courtesy of the retailer, this is the third best discount to date at $20 off, while coming within $5 of our previous holiday mention. Designed to pair with all of Apple's most recent smartphones, including the new iPhone 14, its official MagSafe battery pack provides some extra power while on the go. Magnetically snapping to the back of your device, 
A recent firmware update went live last fall that allows it to dish out 7.5 watts of power from the internal battery. Then when this power bank is plugged into the wall with a USB-C cable, it will unlock the full 15 watt MagSafe charging speeds. It is a slick white plastic shell that you'd expect from Apple, and it'll work with everything from the miniest handsets in the lineup all the way up to its Pro Max releases. All of this weekend's other best discounts are of course where they always are, over at 9to5toys.com. Thanks for listening to another episode of 9to5Mac Daily. Make sure you get the latest Apple news at 9to5mac.com and Chance will return Monday for another week of 9to5Mac Daily. 